Aloha everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. How is everyone doing? Um, my name is Rachel and this is Word Today. I want to pick up where we left last time uh, in the book of First Samuel chapter 8 through 15. Um, I was telling a story about the rise and actual fall of King Saul, but the purpose of going there actually was not to focus on Saul. Instead, I wanted to get to Jonathan, but I was using my phone and it got interrupted. So I couldn't finish the story. So I think we can finish today. How about that? You got your Bible? Um, so, First Samuel, chapter 14. Um, so we came to a place where in chapter 13, Saul was a rejected king. He offered sacrifice. He was not supposed to offer from animals, from the Philistines. Uh, it was an abomin- abo- abomination to God. It was disobedient. He disobeyed God. Uh, this is where Samuel at one point said obedience. Actually, let me read that. Um, obedience is... I don't want to talk from my head. Uh, this 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 I'm, ch- I'm 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 googling okay first summer oh it's, it's on, on this is chapter 15 so i jump i jump uh over further down anyway since i'm there i might as well the famous verse, First Samuel 15, chapter uh, chapter 15, verse 23. I'm gonna use ESV for rebellion. Rebellion is as the sin of divination, and presumption is as iniquity and idolatry, because you have rejected the word of the Lord. He has also rejected you from being a king. Uh, this is powerful, powerful stuff. Anyway, I, I jump I jump ship. Uh, I thought this thing is on chapter 14, but it's not. Anyway, so Samuel uh, left after he told uh, Saul he was foolish for disobeying God. And Saul remained in, uh, let's go to verse 13. 13, 13. Um, not 13, 13. It is... 1313, this is where Saul, um, Samuel told Saul, you have been foolish. You have not kept the command which the Lord your God gave you. It was at this time that the Lord would have permanently established your reign over Israel. But you now, but now your reign will not endure. The Lord has found a man loyal to him. 
and the Lord has appointed him as ruler over his people because you have not done what the Lord commanded you. And then Samuel left. So Saul remained where they were, which was Giba of Benjamin. Uh, and he was with his son. We meet his son, Jonathan, um, who was a fine young man, a faithful young man. You can tell this when he sneak out of the camp, told his armor bear, uh, let's go to the camp of uh, the, the uncircumcised. That's what he say. Let's go there and, uh, you know, let's go make war with them. So the armor bear agree, and they went. So this Jonathan told the armor bear uh, on chapter 14, verse, verse, um, verse 6. Jonathan said to attendant, I'm using Holman. I left my NKJV, so bear with me. Jonathan said to the attendant, who carried his weapons. Come on, let's cross over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. That That is a bold, faithful statement. Like he looked down on them, like they're nothing. They're uncircumcised. Um, what are they going to do? We are circumcised. The circumcision was a sign that these are God's people, the creator of heaven and earth. And who are these people uncircumcised? They're trying to harass them. So he said, let's go these uncircumcised men then he said perhaps the lord will help us nothing can keep the lord this is another uh, faithful statement nothing can keep the lord from saving whether by many or by few in other words if you want to have it's better to have a lord god on your side than uh, the whole world it's better to have god by himself on your side than uh, a thousands or 10,000 of chariots because God is all powerful. So this is, it shows what kind of a person Jonathan was. He was a fine, uh, righteous young man who really trusted God, who trusted God, and he knew God, I think, better than his father saw. And you cannot speak like that uh, if you don't know God. Um, so his armor bear, verse 7, responded do what is in your heart you choose i'm right here with you whatever you decide all right jonathan replied jonathan well we'll cross over to the men and then let them see us if they say wait until we reach you then we will stay where we are and not go up to them but verse 10 if they say come on up then we'll go up because 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 the Lord has handed them over to us. That will be our sign. That is a powerful, faithful statement. And I have never seen this before. I have never seen this before. And this made me understand why Jonathan and David got along so well. And he also was... Really, God used him to spare David's life from his father, Saul, who was wanted to kill him. Because, you know, if Saul's kingdom was continuing, 
Jonathan would have taken uh, the, his place. He would be the next king. But because his kingdom was cut off, then his son Jonathan would, would, would never be the king. Instead, it went to someone else who are not even related, David. Um, and, and David loved this young man. He said, the way he described Jonathan in one of the Psalms, or maybe somewhere he, he sang, he was mourning for him. Um, he said he's, his friendship with Jonathan was better than the friendship with a woman. Um, it, it, it's just amazing. And uh, after his death, he had a son um, who was, uh, I believe, handicapped. David took care of that Jonathan's son uh, all his life, and he gave him everything. He was just wanted to show kindness to Jonathan's son uh, because of the kindness Jonathan showed to him. And, and to be honest, I, I've never, the only time I've seen Jonathan's story was when David, he was, you know, with David. But I didn't know this, this place here, how he went to the camp. And in fact, after that, it happened exactly what he said. The sign was shown. The first time told them come up there. So they knew that God handed them in their hands and they went and they slain 20 men, powerful men. And the war broke. Uh, and over here behind, he because they, him and his armor bear just sneak out. His father didn't know. Then in the evening when he was looking for everybody to see who is there, his son was not there. And his, this, his son, his armor bear was not there. And then they were hearing all this noise. They knew some kind of commotion was going on. Now they went to the war. Uh, and... Saul commanded every man who was with him not to eat until evening. Uh, And they were hungry. They were tired. They were spent. Uh, But he commanded them. So they went. They fought. I I believe they won. Uh, They did. I don't... uh, Yeah. That's that's what the Bible says. It was a big victory for Jonathan um, over the Philistines on chapter 14. And when they come back now for more, they were, hung, uh, were hungry. They were waiting for the time to come for them to be able to eat because Saul commanded them not to eat until evening and whoever break that command will be cursed. And cursed meaning they'll be killed. But Jonathan didn't know. He was not there when his father pronounced that commandment. He came back. He saw the honey. There was some kind of honey dripping somewhere. Uh, he took the stick deep on the honey, all these children of Israel were looking at him. And he put on his tongue. And we are told his eyes were enlightened. Um, some commentaries say they were enlightened because, you know, of war. They haven't eaten, they haven't drink, So the eyes were a little bit dim. They were tired. Um, I couldn't get much from that. But reading on some uh, 19... Let's go there. Psalm 19, verse, I believe, verse 8 or 9. Let's check real quick. Psalm 19. Do you have some? Do you have your Bible? That's how you eat, baby. Psalm 19, verse um, 8. 
the statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Does that tell you something? The commandment of the Lord is pure. So the commandment of the man is not pure. The commandment of the Lord is pure. Only God's commandment is pure. And it enlightened the heart. The heart. Um, so man is commandment. In other, if you flip on the other side, man is commandment or anybody's commandment are not pure. And they don't enlighten enlightened the heart the 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 eyes yeah they don't enlighten the eyes so <laughs> it shows me here uh what i got Saul commanded these men not to eat these men were afraid of Saul. they were afraid to be cursed they were afraid to die they didn't eat they were spent they were tired they were eyes their eyes were dim Jonathan, who did not hear that command, I'm not sure if he would have done that if, let, let, let's uh, say he, uh, he heard and, and eat. Uh, I don't know what would have happened, but we know here he didn't, he didn't know. So he ate. Uh, and then his eyes were enlightened. I think the lesson here, which uh, blew my mind when I read this, uh, is simple. God was showing because the, what was Saul's sin? The sin that Saul, King Saul had was disobedience of God's commandment. The reason he lost his kingdom was because of disobedience. The loan his life ended in tragedy was because of disobedience of God's commandment. And here his son did not know, did not hear his father's or man's commandment but he, you, as you, he already demonstrated how he trusts God, how he, uh, he, he's just a faithful young man, uh, better than his father. He dip that he ate, uh, and his eyes were enlightened, showing God's commandment are to be obeyed are to be god is to be feared above anyone above human kings above anybody um and i think this was the lesson to uh king saul and it's a lesson to us all we we, we see the tragedy for him um so anyway in the evening saul call everybody and they cast the lot because he find out that somebody broke his command, but nobody told him who was. Uh, he was it was his son, and they cast the lot, and uh, it fell to Jonathan, and Jonathan was found guilty of eating and breaking a man's commandment. So he were to put to death, he were to be condemned, he were to be cursed. Uh, but the people of Israel defended him. They stood behind him. They, uh, he just won the war for them from the first time. They say, no, we, we cannot do that to him. Jonathan is he's a great guy. We just won the war. And so they spared his life. Um, 
and that's where you I wanted us to see this uh, I'm not sure if you have seen it before uh, I think I'm giving you homework to go and find out more all the prof- all the message inside the stick that Jonathan Jonathan has in his hand uh, because he had a stuff he dipped the stuff into the honey so there is honey there is a stick we, if you want if you know uh, the story of the children of Israel Moses used the stuff to part the Red Sea he used the stuff to strike the rock he used the stuff to do all kind of sign and wonders in Egypt um, it, it, it maybe I'm taking it too much but I think there is uh, a very important heavy message here that you and I uh, we need to figure out so there is honey like Samuel uh, we have seen honey also with Samson um, there is um, there is a stick and we find out Jonathan's eyes were enlightened it, it just blew my mind but one thing that I walk away from that was the fact Jonathan prayed a big big role in um David is life as his father Saul was trying uh, to kill him um, and um, he got along with with David who is his throne was you know is forever he was honored to have the kingdom forever um, which was supposed to be Saul's but now Saul lost to David um, in other words I think because David Jesus came from uh, the line of David. Uh, so we would understand that Jesus would have come from the line of Saul, but he uh, from the tribe of Benjamin. <laughs> but uh, that's too much information. I, I don't, I don't want to dig there. Um, but he came from the line of David, who was uh, uh, Judah, from the, the, the children of Judah, the line of Judah. Um, I think there's so much inside that passage, uh, but I truly enjoyed reading and I couldn't wait to share with you. His eyes were enlightened. Hmm. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you the homework. Go and study yourself and, uh, you know, give us the answers. Give some of the answers, some of the questions that I haven't even touched today. Uh, so next time enjoy you the rest of the day and maybe the whole weekend if i don't show up tomorrow in jesus name